You're listening to Life Lessons from a Psychic with C Psychic Readings Intuitive Podcast. The podcast where you'll get healing messages from spirit to help you move positively forward in your life. Hey everyone, it's C from C Psychic Readings. And I want to thank you for joining me for today's podcast where we're going to be talking about how to meet your soulmate. <laughs> um, love and career and money is are the two most important subjects that my clients ask me questions about or that come up when we do a reading. Once again, for anybody that hasn't had a reading with me yet, um, the way I operate is I go in completely blind. I don't like to have any information about my clients and I start reading and I will start by giving information first because that is the information that spirit wants you to have. And then if your questions aren't answered, then you can ask. But normally most people's questions are always answered during that portion. Um, and always the idea of love and money comes up specifically love. We all want love. We all want to feel adored by somebody secure and safe. Um, so it is a noble cause and endeavor. Uh, and it is also consistently, unfortunately, the bane of a lot of people's existences. And it can also be very, very frustrating. Um, one of the questions I, I constantly get, you know, is, where is my soulmate? Who is my soulmate? Have I met my soulmate? Um, they always kind of come up in, in a series that way. And I, I want to explain a little bit how I read because just I think that every reader is different um, and just how the idea of soulmates sort of exists. Um, I, I did do a podcast on twin flames. It's a little bit different. So if you're interested in terms of what a twin flame is, which is not always romantic, you can check out my other podcast for um, what is a twin flame. But talking about soulmates, let's get into the specifics. What is a soulmate? I think everyone's going to give you a different definition of what they think a soulmate is. For me, I think it can actually have a few different souls you can mate with is always my joke to people. <laughs> uh, I think that there is, is not always just one soulmate for everyone out there. That being said, I have read for people that met their soulmate, pff, gosh, when they were really young in, in school or, you know, I don't know, at the playground, something like that. Um, you know, that they've met this person and they clicked and that's their quote unquote soulmate. Uh, I've met people that quote unquote have met their soulmate later in life. And then I've met people that I've read for who have had multiple soulmates. Uh, so I don't think there's one sort of set in terms of what a soulmate is and what can be considered a soulmate. For me, when I read for clients, I like to talk about the idea of soulmate being uh, somebody that comes into your sphere energetically to elevate your soul. And, and they do so in a gentle and kind way. So this is where... You know those people that are in relationships, and you might be one of them, where you say, you know, oh man, my, my partner makes me a better person, and if it wasn't for my partner, I wouldn't be doing A, B, C, D. They support me so much, and they elevate me, and, and they really have me on the right path. Well, funny enough, I always tell my clients that you actually were already on the right path, or you wanted to be on the right path, and you set that intention, and the universe brought a soul to you to help you with that journey. But that being said with soulmates, it's also a very symbiotic relationship. So you would also have to offer your soulmate something in return. So when I normally read for couples, sometimes I get blessed where I, I get to read for both sides of the couple and I, I have no idea until they email me later saying, 
oh, you also read for my wife or my husband. Um, and then I go, oh, that's interesting. I got to read for both. Uh, and, and they'll tell me things like, it's funny, you said this to them and you said this to me and it's about our relationship, but it's different. And that's because, you know, in soulmate connections, each party is helping the other person with something, you know, so you're helping each other's souls elevate. That is what soulmate connection is. And you want the best for each other and you are constantly striving to give each other the best. So that's how I look at a soulmate connection. Now, the reason why I like to take it a little bit differently than um, just putting a lump sum in, in romantic relationships and saying, this is how you meet your soulmate, is because romantic relationships are a bit different just in the sense that they require time, effort, consideration. So it, it kind of goes um, not against, but it kind of goes further than the soulmate connection because you can have a soulmate connection but if you don't put in the work in your relationship, you don't nurture it, you don't treat it well, you don't maintain it, um, uh, you know, what kind of good is it going to be? You know, the best way I could describe it to clients is it's like a business. You can have the best business idea in the world, but if you don't know how to run that business properly, it might kind of sink to the ground, right? You really have to know how to maintain it. So that's why I always say that there's differences between just having and meeting your soulmate and actually having a relationship with one of your soulmates. Um, now, in terms of how to find your soulmate or how to make the best kind of conditions for finding your soulmate, when I read, um, just again, I try to give a little bit of clarity to everyone out there because I know sometimes that the process can be seem mystical and it's really not. Um, but when I'm reading for a client in terms of who wants to know about their romantic relationships or romantic relationships are coming forward, they kind of show it to me almost like in three different rings, I'll say, or three different sort of um, pockets. And the way it works is if somebody that I'm reading for uh, has a lot of self-healing that they have to do, a lot of their own work that they have to work on before they can be in a healthy, successful relationship, I won't get the person. No matter how much they ask me, spirit will not show me any information on the person. And that's because they're not ready. Um, so I don't have a person to bring forward. Doesn't mean they don't have a soulmate. It just means that at this point in time, the way that I read, my spirit guides give me the information that's most useful for the person. And, you know, it doesn't matter, you know, what's the, what's the old saying that if you're not ready, Mr. or Mrs. Wright can show up at your door and you still wouldn't be able to recognize them. So at that point, the information almost isn't helpful because what, what that person needs to work on is the self-love piece and focus on um, themselves being suitable and capable to be in a proper place to have that partnership. So that's the first step. The second sort of pocket is, if we're getting there, we're kind of getting there, I will get the impression for people. So I'm able to pick up certain details. I've had clients that message me back, you know, X amount of months later saying, oh my gosh, you predicted so-and-so or you told me about so-and-so. Um, and then there's that piece. So then I'm able to get some details. If my client has done the work um, or is in the middle of doing the work and they're effectively on their journey to manifesting their soulmate and bringing them in, um, I will then get details and I can then get specific details. Um, and, and that's how it works, you know. Now, I will preface this by saying there is work and exercise to be done in order to put yourself in the best situation to meet your soulmate. So uh, one big thing I'm known for in my readings is I always make jokes to my clients that I give you homework. And I do. What I do is I, you know, work with spirit to give you exercises and things that you should be doing that will help you move forward in your journey. So 
a lot of my ladies uh, who I read for, and some of the men, um, but more so women, uh, I read for, we talk about the idea of, you know, self-love, love, romantic love, and how to get themselves ready. And it's not similar for everybody. It's very different for each person. Um, but each person normally has a specific either blockage in terms of love or there's something that they need to work on in terms of love. And that's where I can come in and see that blockage and give them the exercises that they need to sort of clear and alleviate that blockage to move forward. Now, what I can't do for my clients, and boy do I wish I could, is force them to do the work. Um, and it's sometimes so frustrating because, you know, I, I don't, you know, when I do readings again, I don't remember the readings that I do. I, they, as soon as the information comes out of my brain, it's gone. That's just, that's why I record all my readings, um, and give them as MP3 to my clients because it's just gone. Uh, but you know, a lot of times when, if I've read, read for a client before and they come back, um, and they haven't quote unquote done the work, or if I've given them work to do to work on moving them forward in a certain aspect of their life, I might get my, my card for repetition or my feeling for repetition. And I'll tell them, have we talked about this before? And sometimes they'll, they'll be honest. They'll be like, yeah, we did see, and I'll say, great. Did you do the work? And they'll say, no, I'm still working on it. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. But we can't move forward until this piece is taken care of. So this is what we still need to work on. Um, but I will say you know, miracles I've seen in terms of how they've been performed when the work has been done. And I am so blessed and I love when I get feedback from my clients and I'll actually get emails from clients that say to me, you know, hey, see, I, uh, I, I did the work that we talked about. You asked me to do this and this and this and I did and I, I worked on this and I manifested them and they came and you told me that they were going to come and you told me if I did this, this would happen and it did. I can't thank you enough. Um, for helping me and at the end of the day I laugh because I go I didn't do anything you did it you did the work you know I can tell you to eat right and exercise to lose the weight but if you don't do it you know then you're not gonna you're not gonna get the results but if you eat right and exercise and you lose the weight I can't take credit for that that's you um, so I, I am always very happy and I feel so elated when universal messages come through and are, are kind of follow and guided so in terms of actually getting ready for your soulmate and how to meet your soulmate, I'm going to just give everybody out there some specific tips or homework um, on things people can do. So number one, the self-love piece is very, very important. If you're not in a secure place, if you're feeling vulnerable, if you're not feeling good about yourself, although you might want to have a significant other or partner so badly because you want them to save you from this pain that you're feeling, it will not work. I will tell you right now. Um, because you trying to find a romantic partner in that place will just attract to you not great partners. I hate to say it. Not saying that every circumstances like that is true. You might get lucky, but in the majority of my experience, uh, going out and trying to find a romantic relationship or meet your soulmate when you're not energetically, emotionally secure, not a good idea. You know, so you got to work on you. There's plenty of ways to do that. Um, you know, you can look online, self-love tips. Uh, you know, I work with a lot of my clients to give everyone specific, uh, information on what works for them, meditation, affirmations. What you're just trying to do is get to a place where you feel wholly and completely lovable and able to be loved in a relationship. That's what you're trying to get to. Um, number two, you have to make room to meet your soulmate, make room for love as they say. Because, and I have it with so many of my clients, if you're rushing around all day and you're going out, 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 and, and you're telling me, when am I going to meet them? 
you know, a lot of times I reply to my clients, I have a joke, I go, okay, when do you have time for a date? And they go, oh, well, well, I make time. Well, no, 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 that's not how this works. You got to make the time first and show the universe, hey, I'm making this a priority. And then universe goes, oh, you want this. Okay. So make it a priority. And the third thing that I tell people to do is visualize. Um, I'm a big believer of law of attraction and manifestation, and we can all change our circumstances for the better. And it's our job to do that in terms of visualization. So visual, visualize your perfect soulmate. Who are they? What do they look like? So you can do it one of two ways. You can either come already with a prepackaged list of what you'd like, or you can be open. Um, one visualization exercise I tell my clients to do is be open and just ask the universe and say, who are they? Bring them to me. Um, you can also do this before you go to bed at night. I've had clients do this with dreams and ask the universe, I'm ready to re meet my soulmate. Please tell me who my soulmate is. Give me some details about them and see what kind of dreams you have and have a piece of paper or a pad of paper and a pen nearby so you can write it down. Um, these are surefire ways to bring your soulmate to you. But again, it all starts with the self-love piece. It all starts by removing any blockages, both internally and externally, um, from you in order to get ready to meet this person. And sometimes it involves making tough choices. You know, again, at the end of the day, I hate to say it, but a soulmate is not going to cure you of anything. And it's not going to instantly make your life better it might do it for the moment but if you don't deal with the problems that are currently there they're not gonna go away so it's best to tackle those and then allow for the soulmate to come forward okay all right well i hope that has helped everyone out there understand a little bit more on what a soulmate connection is um, if you have any other questions, you can always email me. Other than that, I want to thank you very much for listening to this podcast. And I want you all out there to be well and safe. Take care and blessings.